Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Startup Sutra. This is your co-host Bhavjit, along with my friend Anirudh. And in today's episode, we'll be talking about businesses of events and conferences. So before jumping on to any idea, let's talk about a story about a festival which was touted to be the most amazing and the greatest music festival of all time, but which never happened. So the story starts back in 2016 when two guys called Billy McFarland and Jarul, Jarul was an American rapper, started a company called Fire Media in 2016. The company was supposed to be uh, helping people to reach out to talent or to book shows for you know, great artists, big artists, uh, so that even uh, normal people could book those shows. But yeah, the cost would definitely be high. And to promote their app, Fire Media and their company, they touted or they play, uh, planned a big event, a music festival called Fire Festival. It was supposed to be like a Tomorrowland or the Zero Festival that happens. And it was supposed to be, you know, the greatest music festival at that time, which was to be held on a private island in Bahamas. It, it, uh, they advertised it as a multi-day extravaganza and the island where they wanted to plan this party, it was once owned by Pablo Escobar. They did a lot of promotion with, for this, a lot and the number of, I would say even Kylie Jenner did a promotion for this uh, festival through Instagram and social media played a big role in promoting this festival to be the biggest festival of all time, right? So they even brought in, you know, several models as uh, Bella Hadid, they did a promotion for this festival and it was all going great, very well. The tickets were sold out in a matter of few days and even up to $12,000. The prices for tickets were placed so high and so extravagant. And the way they were selling this uh, festival, it would, would have been a marvelous. But as they had promised the luxurious tents or the paradisical villas, when people reached to that island, all they got to see was simple fama tents. There was nothing on the island. Even the food was very, I would say, bad in, in, a, you know, in a clean words. So it was a big failure at that time. But the way it was promoted, through social media, it was touted to be the biggest, but it failed. And uh, after that, uh, even the social media which promoted or advertised this event, that became you know the reason or the cause for its fall. Because when people reached to the island and they looked at the you know arrangements and the infrastructure, they were the first to post the pictures and videos and expose this event on social media. So Anirudh, what do you think? What a bad happened at isn't that this, time. Isn't this crazy, right? Like they used social media to first promote this and then social media exactly. used again to expose this, right? Exactly. And this guy, McFarlane guy is a scam artist through and through. Like after this event was, you know, cancelled, this uh, mm -hmm. entire, you know, bomb was dropped. Uh, you know, multiple documentaries were made about this, like Netflix made a documentary, Hulu made a documentary and they right, paid this right. guy millions of dollars to, you know, get his interviews and get his side of the story so, for this you know, documentary. No, no, no. Again, a scam in the numbers that you're telling. I, I read about it. I'm not sure if it's true. But when he, he also appears in the documentary in Hulu. And uh, when uh, Hulu paid her money, that was not disclosed. But when Netflix approached McFarland, he said that he was paid $250,000 for it. Okay, a big amount. See, And afterwards, it was a, uh, some, you know, news came out that that is a very wrong number and he is 
he's a liar he guy is a con artist everybody knows that and the actual amount that he was paid must be close to 100000 not more than that and again again a scam you know just to still, give it right, you are basically you know getting money to talk about the scam that you did a few years exactly. back <laughs> exactly and and it's not just a scam like you are scamming people you know uh, calling a person at a time no you're scamming the whole world i think yeah and this is another problem with social media right like exactly. you trust the influencers and whatever they are promoting you are buying uh, by trusting that particular influencer without checking right. or you know researching about that particular product or service so without you know uh, you know in, even researching about the fire festival people bought 12000 dollar tickets and imagine you know paying 12000 dollars and then you land up there and all you get for food is sandwiches and you're fighting for you know mattresses and tents and tents exactly you know, there is a storm there's a storm like actual storm brewing like you know there's you know rainfall and like uh, winds at high speeds and basically you're you know on this island for a couple of days without any you know uh, it was any, simply a disaster i would say any services anybody to help you out <laughs> nothing at all yeah it but was still, funny but yeah <laughs> people must watch the documentary i would say the netflix one is amazing yeah so even though you know this business uh, wasn't actually a real business it was more of a scam but this mm-hmm. shows you know how big the business of events and you know trade shows and conferences is right right so right. let's get into the next uh, you know segment of this episode where we are going to talk about actual businesses you know real businesses that are making millions of dollars so the exactly. first idea here is basically the business of pop up museums so over the last few years especially after 2016 you know a lot of museums have come up uh, like re- 29 rooms by refinery 29 then there's another one called the egg house then there's one called the museum of ice cream then there's one called the happy place so all these museums are basically pop up museums so they don't have you know a permanent location so they'll visit your city sort of like a circus for a couple of you know months at max and they will you know set up shop there and basically these are instagramable you know uh, museums basically so the entire thesis around it is that you create you know these beautiful uh, you know sets or these beautiful experiences uh, you know which are very very instagram friendly so as you know everybody wants to you know click photos and upload photos on various you know social media platforms so capitalizing on that trend they have created this you know business of pop up museums so one of the uh, you know museums is uh, the museum of ice cream which was launched in 2016 in new york city so they are charging anywhere between 20 to 40 dollars a ticket okay so all they have is a you know certain number of rooms with different themes and basically you can uh, you know the overlapping theme is basically ice creams as the name suggests then you have the egg uh, you know uh, the egg house which is basically themed around egg so this uh, lady bu uh, bu shu uh, sorry for the pronunciation but basically this lady uh, said her pop up <laughs> so her pop up basically it uh, was live for 12 weeks in new york okay so at an average of 18 dollars a ticket uh, so they were averaging about 900 people every weekend okay over this 12 week period so that means they made just from the weekend sales they made over 200000 dollars okay then visitors could also buy you know egg shaped lollipops for 6 dollars and then eglu ice cream at uh, different price points so basically easily this is you know half a million to a million dollar business over a couple of you know months 
right so basically this is sort of a you know rotating museum uh, you take it to various cities and uh, you know you set up shop there for a couple of months and you make say uh, you know half a million dollars then you move to another city make another half a million dollars so overall over a year probably you can make you know couple of millions or even up to 5 10 million dollars in revenue and this is a very very profitable business because the thing is you are not spending a lot of money in ad, you know advertising as well because the people who are coming to your uh, you know uh, pop up museum basically they are clicking those pictures and automatically they are uploading those photos on social media so it's basically a word of mouth marketing which is more valuable to them uh, you know than say you know influencer marketing right and right. in an experiential based economy basically like having a photo on social media is sometimes more valuable than you know buying an actual product or an actual item so that is how, that is how you know by capitalizing on this craze of you know uploading photos of instagram you are creating right. a multi million dollar business right exactly what do you think, exactly i think uh, even uh, influencers who do not get paid for this or do, the ones who are budding influencers they do go to these festivals just to get good you know get good uh, following or likes for their posts and their stories and i think uh, to to the idea related to it there's one festival going on in canterbury uh, i think it's in the next week on 27th and 28th of august in uk and there's a pop a kind of a pop up museum thing also coming up called luminarium do do look for it so it's kind of a, uh, you know they have some uh, tents set up wherein they have very different lightings or you know virtual reality experiences and even like those uh, mirror museum similar to that and uh, it's called very yeah. different museum and one has to experience that to understand what it looks like and you i know, think and uh, something like this can work in india very well because you know as you know right. like one of the biggest markets for all these social media platforms is india like instagram recently crossed 200 million uh, you know subscribers in india like people who are using instagram 200 million nice. people so that's a major major market right so and right. i haven't seen something like this in india and i think if somebody starts uh, because this is a very very uh, you know small easy business you don't need a lot of technical expertise or anything all you have to do is find some interesting designers or creators and build these you know uh, different sets Uh, and right. these are not permanent sets so they don't cost a lot of money as well so probably using like 5 or 10 lakh rupees maybe you can start something like this right at a small level in a particular you know big city like mumbai or delhi or bangalore i think this would work wonders right 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 and i think uh, it would be like sustainable model also because you have to restructure your setup again and then you can set up on some other city no, or location actually these are reusable sets you can reuse these sets in different cities so nobody will know right. also right right that that saves a lot cost and uh, on the same idea anirudh moving on to the uh, next segment our next idea for today's episode is similar to it so uh, we all understand in businesses or uh, an exhibition or an advertisement or you know uh, setting up a stand or a display of your products is very important in exhibitions or in symposiums you reach out to number of customers you get uh, social media marketing to that and you can actually you know interact with other new ideas in the same segment and when you set up an exhibition you have to build up a stand right uh, a display stand or uh, you know for which like when you do that setup the companies who actually do that do have to help you do that charge a lot of money for that and a lot of it uh, goes into wastage when the exhibition is finished right so the company uh, we are going to talk about is called expocentric and they started around in 2009 i think 10 12 years back so what they did is they 
tried build to build a sustainable solution in which you can restructure your model your display stand or your exhibition stand and then you can use it anywhere else too right they could provide you with the uh, screens uh, which are foldable and they can be restructured the plumbing the elect, uh, you know the electricity uh, ports and all that that could be used and then you can you don't have to throw it away after a single exhibition you can carry it to other city and you can use it again and the company has garnered so much attention from big names or uh, big companies like sanofi bristol myers squibb and novartis and az or in the electronics industry from the samsung sony and panasonic and canons from such companies that they have become their high end permanent customers in several uh, exhibitions that they do worldwide right and this company has won several awards because it's not that they are providing a cheap solution they also uh, are giving a sustainable solution to these companies and through their operations in the last 10 12 years they have outgrown their office their factory or their production capacity like multiple times i think that is a big measure of when a company is growing at a faster pace and uh, probably any of you would also remember that this company expo centric came in the uh, shark tank australia show in 2019 and the yeah. person at that time was asking for 2 million dollars for 10% valuing the company at 20 million dollars he did get i think uh, an offer from steve uh, for like uh, if he uh, with a condition that if he goes public in a year do but he wanted to take the company public declined. on the australian stock exchange basically right, but right. i think the founder was not really keen on doing that he wanted exactly. to keep it uh, private exactly so, and but, you know i'm pretty sure just one more thing just i'm pretty sure that the sharks were maybe slightly intimidated by uh, this person's personality if you look at this episode right very yeah. it was very interesting yeah he was a very serious kind of a guy you know exactly uh, but he had know, a lot people, to talk about yeah he was sort of a know it all kind of a person right, right, uh, right. he didn't really want other people's you know opinions, opinions. <laughs> that was yeah. funny <laughs> like people don't under, you know realize like why you know these companies are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on you know setting up these trade shows booths mm-hmm. right but these trade conferences these business conferences they are you know very very big businesses like so the next segment of this episode uh, is basically around that only so it's more of a story uh, so it's a story about these two people anil agarwal and jonathan weiner uh, so basically they have been business partners for a very long time and uh, so they had sold up two startups for about 250 million dollars combined uh, before they decided to get into the business of events and conferences okay and once they got into this business of you know creating business conferences they have created you know repeat success success after success after success so the initially they started off with a business conference around uh, you know fintech and payments uh, which was called money 2020 so this conference they launched in 2012 within 3 years it became the most prominent you know conference for fintech and payment space and they sold it to london based i2i events group for over 100 million dollars okay that very same year after selling money 2020 Uh, they launched another uh, you know this business conference by the name of shop talk and so they started with two uh, shop talk and grocery shop they launched this uh, these two in 2015 okay so this was shop talk was around uh, commerce and grocery shop uh, as the name suggests it's around the grocery retail business this uh, you know these group of conferences they sold again for 145 million to hive okay 
and now they have started another conference which is in the health tech space which is called health h l t h okay so this is their third conference that they are making and most likely they are going to sell it again for over 100 million dollars so right like this is a repeat business and within like 3 years they created a 100 million dollar business then again in a couple of years they uh, you know created a 145 million dollar conference and now they have started a, you know another conference in a different space so basically using the same business model uh, they are creating businesses in different you know sectors or different industries so conferences for say health conferences for fintech conferences for grocery so whatever you know niche you want to pick up and build a conference around it right what do you think of jeet i okay I, listening to the numbers it's a great idea man and uh your expertise is in conferences and you can build it around any domain and then you are selling it like repeatedly you are selling those businesses for hundreds of millions of dollars crazy idea man great Just idea i imagine like in a couple of years uh, you know these people are making 100 million dollars and then the same business model they repeated some other industry sell it out to somebody else and then the same story repeat ah uh, crazy people i would say <laughs> okay so what do you have next Yep, talking about crazy. Okay, uh, so we all know that in when we are uh, working in a company, uh, the company wants their uh, people to go out, have like outings, have they do some conferences to you know uh, build up that uh, team harmony and uh, team participation among the people. So uh, there's a business built around it uh, called Adventure Hunt. They started in 2015 in the US. uh they started with having scavenger hunt activities and adventure experiences wherein you had to do some like uh, some tasks uh, they could be adventurous tasks or they could be like simple funny tasks that you had to perform and like when you do that you uh, send that or share that uh, image or the video on instagram and tag their team and when you are about like to do like one third of the task or like you do 10 or 12 out of the tasks that they had assigned you then you get a map for a treasure hunt and if you are able to you know uh, dig that just out from the uh, treasure hunt you actually win prizes like you win uh, a trip or tickets to uh, uh, your location say bahamas so that is what their model when they started and i think after that they also appeared on uh, on uh, i would say uh, shark tank in the us where their business was sold for a good uh, amount and they started doing this corporate events afterwards wherein they made custom uh, scavengers hunts or they had pre-made uh, scavenger hunts and even geo coaching excursions where you know you discover new places with your friends and which helps you promote uh, harmony and team participation and they built all it on their app wherein you can modify or use your own you know uh, methods to design a scavenger hunt for your team as you want i think a very uh, interesting idea and uh, if i give you the financials you will understand why this is a good business because previous year they clocked in a revenue of 14 million dollars 14 million dollars revenue and uh, moving forward you understand that they can also provide you holiday trips and tours they can expand their business and probably can also have uh, uh, augmented reality or virtual reality events for the teams especially for the clients who are more tech savvy right what do you think anirudh uh, is it something this, that could be done in india yeah this is interesting like you know corporate events uh, i think the bigger market for india would probably be in the tourism market you know like because mm-hmm. india has a big you know travel and tourism market so that would be a bigger opportunity if you talk about india but corporate events also it's 
it's a major business it's a multi million dollar opportunity in india as well because right. you know all major mncs are now you know in india and especially in cities like you know bangalore or hyderabad or pune i think something like this would be very very successful like companies you know tens of thousands of employees uh, you know in a Agreed. single office working on a daily basis i think that's a major market right agreed i know even uh, even my company currently as i was working in gurgaon we had like 50 60 people and uh, even arranging an outing for those people was very hefty i yeah. very difficult task and even small companies could avail their uh, facilities once yeah. these segments grow into an organized segment right yeah this diy model would work better for the smaller companies right uh, you can exactly. build your own scavenger hunt or your own event uh, customize it according to your team you know wherever you want to uh, based on your location or whatever you know team size or anything you can completely customize that event right exactly and then you give actual prizes to the winners now that's again yeah. an incentive yeah so for the last segment of this episode we're going to talk about sports events so uh, different you know all over india you have you know hundreds of these t20 leagues every you know region has a t20 league every school or every college has a t20 league or some other sports league uh, every corporate has their own t20 league so there are you know hundreds and thousands of these small you know sports leagues across the country so how do you manage these leagues because you know conducting those events uh, you know communicating with the members or the team players scheduling everything uh, you know any expenses that are incurred or anything you know suppose buying those you know team jerseys or t-shirts or anything any expense sharing so all these things uh, you know there's a need for a tool that can manage all these things which is where team snap comes in so team snap is basically a sports management platform which is designed to simplify communication and coordination between you know various team members in these local sports leagues so this is an old company it was launched in 2009 and it has raised over 53 million dollars in funding till date uh, this is uh, it's a big business they have over 19000 sports leagues Uh, with 24 million team members whom they are serving currently okay and uh, i think as i mentioned uh, you know t20 leagues or these cricket leagues this ipl format is very very popular in uh, you know these local leagues so i think something like this would be perfect for india right a mobile first solution where you can manage your you know local t20 league right what do you think ajit i think it's a great idea anirudh and i've seen a lot of lot of leagues happening even like they have mohalla leagues or you know uh, area leagues that they do uh, people are crazy for sports we know that and uh, this idea if you know advertise well could be a big thing in india right just focusing on just even if you just focus on the cricket leagues i think that that would be a multi million dollar opportunity in india right because people exactly. in india obviously are crazy about cricket it will never stop exactly and you will have to just outgrow your competition before because uh people can you know ideas can pop up or businesses can pop up in this segment but uh, you'll have to advertise yourself to be you know a national champion in this 